to share with you something I've titled The Determinants of Life. The Determinants of Life. The Determinants of Life. And you need to understand that life is a mystery. Life is a mystery. And therefore, you need certain keys. You need certain keys. So let us go to Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes chapter 9. You know, you need certain keys to be released to you. What you are looking for, for, the next level that you are looking for, is a lack of information. It's a lack of knowledge. You, right now, you are operating at a certain level. And your level is determined by the wisdom you have. The level you are operating now as a wife is determined by the wisdom you have about being a wife. If all that you know about being a wife is to be quarrelsome, to be insulting your husband, to be disrespecting your husband, not being submissive, because that's what you saw your mother do, that's what you saw women in your community do. So you think that, you know, as a woman, you should just be nasty and rude. If that's, that's how you, that's the information that you know, that's the knowledge that you have, then you find out that that is what you'll be doing in the marriage. And I don't believe it's because, because of the knowledge that you have. So when your knowledge changes, your actions will also change and your wisdom will be seen. And new wisdom to be seen. And today, God wants to change our level through changing our wisdom level. Changing our wisdom level. You know, even, even as a pastor, if I'm a pastor of 20 people, what I know, it will not be the same as somebody that's a pastor of 1,000 people. That person is operating with a certain wisdom, has a certain knowledge that I that have 20 people, I don't have. And the earlier you accept and stop giving excuses for your lack of progression in life, the better it is for you. And God wants you to progress. That He wants you to increase. The people of Israel, they were wandering the desert. Then sometimes God would tell you, you have stayed here for too long. You have stayed here for too long. You need to move forward. And that's what God wants you to do. You need to move forward in this your Christian world. How long can you be that kind of Christian? That doesn't pray. If you pray five minutes, that doesn't read their Bible. That kind of Christian that coming to church is a problem for you. Now even it's online, it's still a problem. You come and you become late. Your knowledge base is showing the wisdom you, you are demonstrating. It shows that you, you don't have the word of God in you. And if you have it, it's very scanty. I always say, if you are 40 years and you don't even know 40 quotations, at least one quotation for one year of your life, you are a useless Christian. You, your, your Christianity is operating at minimum 0.0%. When God has given us the potential to be, you know, above average, excellent, A-plus students, you choose to be an F-plus student. Hallelujah. So, I want you to take on board today what the Lord wants for you, because if you take it on board, your knowledge level is going to change. This is how Jesus put it. He said, 
You shall know the truth. You shall know the truth. And the truth, when it comes to you, sometimes is not always nice. It doesn't show you nice things about yourself. Pampering things about yourself. The truth doesn't come to show you always nice things about yourself. It's like when you stand in a mirror, the mirror tells you the truth. It shows you nice parts and it shows you ugly parts. It shows you one breast is wonky. It shows you have bingo wings. At the same time, it can show you have a nice smile. At the same time, it can show you you have beautiful teeth. At the same time, it can show you all oh, the color of your eyes is sparkling. You know, like you have beautiful eyes like mine, my female. You have very beautiful eyes. Brown, very brown eyes. Very beautiful. Sparkling eyes. All I can tell you, your pot belly is showing. It can tell you. When you stand in the mirror, the mirror will tell you that. So the word of God will tell you the truth. And it's not always a nice thing. Now, you need to accept the truth and let the truth set you free. Meaning, move from where you are now by the truth that you are getting and go to the next level. Go to the next level of being a wife. This kind of wife that you are doing that is, you know, it's like you are living, your, your husband is your enemy. You are not kind to the man. You are rude to the man. Disrespectful to the man. Insulting to the man. The man says one, you will say 58. You need from that. That kind of Christianity that you can't forgive. You are offering wickedness, you know, you always offended. It's because of your knowledge base. That kind of Christianity that you know you don't want to accept and take responsibility for your failures. No, the word of God is a mirror. When you stand before it, it gives you the truth. And it will tell you the truth. The truth might not have, might not always be pleasant. Sometimes the truth will hurt you. But wisdom is application of the truth that you have received. And now you will be set free from your current condition. Your current condition. You will be set free and you move on to a higher dimension. That is why today God wants me to share something which has been about the determinants of life. One, you need to accept the fact that life is not fair. Life is a that life, you must see life in a certain light. Some of you are not seeing life in their uh, life in what the right perspective or dimension. The right perspective or dimension. And so what is happening? What is happening is that you are joking with your life. You don't even know the times you are in. You don't even know, you don't know that this is it. This is it. Let me tell you something. For instance, if you if you are descending. When, if you are like in your 40s now, this is the only time you'll be young. Your youth is leaving you very rapidly. Certain things you must do in your youth. If you don't do it, that is it. You are 40, but you are behaving like you are 16 years. And then you have all the time. You have all the time. For instance, you know, um, say you are, you, are, you are in your 40s, your body, you, 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 in your mind, you still think you are 16. But your body will let you know that, no, my friend, some changes are happening. So enjoy the little life. is like you have put 
sand in an hourglass. It's draining. So, Ecclesiastes chapter 9, it starts talking about setting wisdom there, some keys there, some wisdom keys that are there, which I want to share with you. If you want to know, then stay with us. Stay with us. Ecclesiastes chapter 9. Yes, that's from verse 1. Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 1 downwards. For I considered all this in my heart. So, right, that so he, I, says, he says, I considered all these things. I considered all these things. What are some of the things that you considered? Verse 9. Look at verse 9 for instance. Because we don't have time. I, I can't go through all of it. But look at verse 9 for instance. These are some of the things he considered. Verse 9. Live joyfully with the wife whom you have loved all the days. Live joyfully. You see, live joyfully with, with the wife whom you have have loved all the days of your life in vain life, which has given you under the sun all the days of vanity, for that is your portion in life, and in the labor which you perform under the sun. Amen. That is your portion. You see, many people are wasting their marital life. And you are young. You see, you, if it is not for the gospel, Jesus said that you can, you can forsake your wife, your children, whatever, for the sake of the gospel. But you, it's not for the sake of the gospel. You are living with your husband and you are living with But you are making, the mar- there's no joy in the marriage. And you, are, you keep on postponing. He said, you are saving a wife. You are somebody's uh, reward. Somebody should enjoy you. But there you are, very cantankerous, very quarrelsome. You know, you, you, you make it a begging. There's no joy. There is no joy. When they touch you, you say, mm, you can't touch me. When they hold you, say, mm, you can't hold me. Because in your mind, you think that, oh, I have more time. I have more time. But your youth is draining. Your youth is draining. Even in certain things in life. Eh? As you grow old, it's not the same. Even food. Like now, the way, the way certain foods you, I used to enjoy, that I would eat three, four bowls when I was younger. Now the same food, I, I, I can only, maybe, maybe one spoon, I'm full. I'm full. And but God says that, he says that there, I'm just using your examples as, as an example. He says that, enjoy you, you have become like bitterly soup. Bitterly soup. Very bitter. Very bitter. You, you make the man stressed. You make the man feel harassed. You make the man feel, oh, it's a mistake I married you. You are not a joy to be around. And your youth is passing by. Even your sexual life is gone. It is gone. And something like sex, you can you cannot, you know, the strength you have in your twenties is different from the strength you have in your thirties. And in your forties, when you know forties, I always stress on the forties because forties is the age of deception. They say life begins at forty. No, life doesn't begin at forty, it's a lie. It's an age that you think you are you look young, but your body is not young. 
And that is where you see that people have made life crisis. People, people waste a lot of time in those years, which can never ever be the same. By the time you hit your 50s, you have gray hair in your armpits. Your body is dry. There are certain things that are happening in your body. You have wasted all that year fighting, being quarrelsome, being argumentative when you were supposed to just relax. And by the knowledge that God says that do not worry, do not stress, do not do this. You see? Sister, take it easy, please. Take it easy. Take this word of counsel. Take it very easy. And relax and enjoy. Let somebody enjoy you. Your beauty is meant to be enjoyed by your husband. You have made yourself untouchable, emotionally unavailable, um, physically unavailable, spiritually unavailable. Take it easy, please. Take it easy. Today, wisdom is coming to you. See that this is it. This is your youth. Enjoy it. So these are some of the things I said. Live joyfully with the wife of whom you love all the days of your vain life. That is vain. Your vain life. Your vain life. And this morning, I was even telling them that, look, if you read in, um, I think in the, one of the verses up, up was, it says that when you die, your memory is, you are forgotten. Oh, this we are doing, I'm building a house. Look, you look at your own family. Your grandmother, your great-grandmother, those who have died. Do anybody remember even their names? Do you even know the name of your great-grandmother? Or your great-great-grandfather? Do you even know their names? They have been forgotten. And it's the same thing that is the fate of every man. It's just a matter of time you'll be forgotten. So this life that you have now, make it count. Make it count. And humble yourself. And use your life now to prepare for your eternity. To prepare yourself for your eternity. Hallelujah. Calm down, stop. You can be the owner of four houses, five houses, ten, ten businesses. When you die, you will be forgotten. You, even, even, before, even whilst you are still in the mortuary, you are already forgotten. Somebody is planning how to enjoy what you are waiting for. But then, your eternity starts. Did you invest in your eternity? Or what did you do? So, it says there that there is an evil in all that is done under the sun. And truly, the hearts of sons of men are full of evil. I'm reading Ecclesiastes 9, verse 3. Madness is in their hearts, yes, while they live. It's a madness is in the hearts of men while they live. And after they go to the dead. For, but for him who is joined to all the living, there is so painful. And then God is better. Verse 5. For the living know that they will die, but the dead know nothing. And they have no more reward. For the memory of them is forgotten. That's what, that's what he's telling you. So you build five houses. When you die, you'll be forgotten. You will be forgotten. Do you remember this guy, Rockefeller? Very rich man. Today, who cares about him? Who cares about him and what he has done? And who cares? He's forgotten. But in his day, when he was alive, he thought he was the eighth. He thought he was the eighth. So these are some of the things that he said, for I considered all this in my heart. He considered certain things. Now let's go to the verse 11. Let's go to the verse 11. Read it for me. Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 11. 
I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, nor bread to the wise, nor riches to men of understanding, nor favor to men of skill, but time and chance happen to them all. Time and chance happen to them. So these things that are there, these are the normal things that determine success in life. Normally, number one, see life as a race. And I always say that life is a hard race to death. We are, what, what, what is it? You are running very hard. Every birthday celebration is a hard race to the reality that you are getting closer to your dream. That is all that it is. You are getting closer to your dream. And so you need to prepare for your eternity. Yeah. You are heading. If you, if, you are, if you are just thinking that that is it, you are going to be like this. Maybe you don't know. Maybe by November, stroke is coming. You don't even know. You don't even know. Yet, you, you are carrying on in a certain way. So life is a race. And in a race, the most important thing is your speed. Because the one that runs fast is the one that wins. Normally, the one that runs fast is the one that wins. So you need to understand that in life you need speed. Normally you need speed. There, there are seven things there that have been mentioned, which I want to, to mention quickly. Number one, race. Life is a race. Number two, said not the battle to the strong. That means you need strength. In not, normally, strong people win battles. Number three, said bright bread to the wise. That means you need wisdom. It is by your wisdom that you get bread. Number four, riches to men of understanding. That means you need understanding. People of understanding become rich. Yeah, normally. People who understand things. If you have two businesses, it is by one person, one businessman understands the market, understands what he has to do to be nice. So you, you, you can go to a certain restaurant, eh? and the business owner understands that if my, if my, my waiters are nice to to my, my customers, they will come back again. So this one, by understanding now, invest in training, in appearance of the waiters. By understanding, it's going to become rich. But the another one too, he doesn't care. Waiters, floating clothes, waiters, very room. When you go there, you won't go back again. So lack of understanding will make such a restaurant owner very poor. Or make him poor. Do you understand what I'm saying? It will make him very poor. So you need understanding. It says, no riches to men of understanding. So normally understanding, people who understand things, they become rich. Then it says, no favor to men of skill. So normally if you have a skill, you receive favor. You can sing. You receive favor. You can do something. You know, you have a certain skill. It gives you a certain favor. You have a certain skill. It gives you favor. So favor to men of skill, maybe... You know, you can cook. Maybe you have the skill. Maybe you are very highly educated and technical, and you have a speciality like you are a doctor. So the mere fact that people, when people say, oh, "This is doctor coming," suddenly there's a certain respect and favor. So by your skill, normally by your skill, you receive favor. So then he talks about it. Then he says, "But 
time and chance. So now there's a cancellation coming in here. A cancellation coming in here. So normally, it is the fastest people that win the race. Like Zimbu, very fast. He wins the race first. Is that normally the fastest people that win the race? So it is a determinant. Speed is a determinant. We need speed in everything we are doing. Speed in everything we are doing. As a church, we need speed. As individuals, we need speed. There are a lot of areas that we need speed in. But out of all the determinants, I don't want to read because we don't have much time. I don't want to go into them into details. We have these 40 days, we'll be going into the determinants in, in detail. Today, I only want to. No, I'll, I'll just want to mention one, which is the wisdom and the understanding one. The wisdom and the understanding one. That is the one I want to stress on for the purpose of today. But you need speed. You need speed. Speed can change a lot of things for you. Speed, your ability to be fast and not indecisive, it can change a lot of things for you. Speed will determine even if you receive the anointing. You see pastors very slow. How long must you be with the man of God before the anointing upon the man of God comes from you? And you have been taught what you have to do. You have been taught about listening. You see church members, there is nothing upon them. There is no Christ being formed in them. You tell them, listen. Listen to messages. Listen to messages. He won't listen. Too slow to react. Too slow to react. But in life, speed determines even if you will make it, you need speed, speed, you know, to respond. Some of you, you are not married because you were too slow to respond. Somebody now came to take it. Somebody now came to take it. My emailer wasn't slow when it came to our relationship. It was, she wasn't slow. She wasn't slow. Yeah. She was not slow at all. If you are slow, somebody will come and take it. Somebody will come and take it. I am telling you. Too slow. Too slow to respond. You need speed. Look, when Elijah went to tell Elisha, and the Bible said he threw his mantle on, on Elisha. Elisha didn't delete that. Elisha didn't. Immediately, the man was took a yoke of them, sealed them, and poured their flesh. Very decisive. And, the, and if you read in 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 19, that was, it says, and he left them us and ran speed. That is why he became anointed. That is why he became anointed. You need speed. And there are ways I can teach you, and I'll be teaching later. There are ways you can do now, now that you know that you need speed. There are ways you can what, improve your speed. You can improve your speed. You can improve your speed. Certain areas you need to improve speed. Improve speed of understanding. Improve speed of copying. Improve speed of implementing things. Stop all the dilly This is a wisdom key for you. So we need speed. So the race is not to the strength. Not the battle to the strong. So that means that strength is also a determinant. The stronger you are, the more likely that you win the battles of life. Financial strength, for instance, is important. Financial strength. If you have financial strength, you will see that you overcome certain things. 
Let me give you an example. If we have the financial strength to own our own building in the UK, it will change a lot of things for us. Oh yes. It will change a lot of things for us. It will change a lot of things for us. It will change a lot. A lot of things. A lot of things for us. So you need you need strength. You need strength. But as I, as I told you, I'm not going into so much into into the, the determinants, but we'll go over and join these 40 days. Yeah. Strength determines your ability to even fight your enemy. Isaiah chapter 28, verse 6. Your strength will determine your ability to fight your enemy. Your strength will determine your level of obedience to God. Your spiritual strength. It will determine your level of obedience to God. So it says, not the battle to the strong. Because some of you are battling things. You are battling um, lust of the flesh. You are battling anger. You are battling laziness. It is your spiritual strength that will determine how, whether you overcome this Christianity or you walk in carnality. It's your strength, spiritual strength, your ability, the word of God you have in you, and the word of God you have in you, the fruit of the spirit that you have put, that is your spiritual strength, and that is going to determine whether you will make it. So, the wise man said, no battle to the spirit. What are you battling? It's because you are weak. Your weakness will determine whether you, you win or not. Yeah. If you have a strong football team, they will win. That is why sometimes when you meet the, the premier team, they, they match them with the league, the, the division one. They score them in 7-1, 8-1, something like that. Why? You can't win. They are stronger than you. They have more skill. They have more understanding. They are faster. So success comes to them. Normally, that is how it should be. Normally, that's how it should be. Then it says, no bread to the wise. So we need wisdom. No riches to men of understanding. No favor to men of skill. So I want to talk about the wisdom bit a little bit. Can I, can I talk a little bit about the wisdom? The wisdom bit. The wisdom bit. It's so important. That's, this is a key that you and I, the Lord wants us to have that. Because wisdom will determine whether you will become what? You have bread in life. Say no bread to the wise. If you, if you want to have bread in your life, bread stands for sustenance. Bread stands for, you know, Jesus said, I'm the bread of life. If you have bread in your life, it means that you have what? To keep your life. Your life is not going to be struggle after struggle. Your life is not, you know, your life is not going to be a certain way. Let me put it that way. Your life is not going to be a certain way. You need the wisdom of God. And you see, the opposite of wisdom is ignorance. The opposite of wisdom is what? Ignorance. And there are those who are ignorant. A lot of people are working in ignorance. A lot of people are working in what? In ignorance. And ignorant people are dangerous people. Ignorant people are very dangerous. Very dangerous. Most destroyer people is mainly due to ignorance. It's mainly due to what? Ignorance. Ignorance people, ignorant people, they, they become destroyer. Because if you are, for instance, you, you don't know what the work of a pastor is. You don't really have an understanding of what 
Uh, you don't have knowledge of what the pastor does. Your assumption is that the pastor is there sleeping. The pastor is there, you know, and he just gets up Sunday, just says a few things. That's your assumption. So now, because of your lack of knowledge, you pick up your phone, you want to talk to me anytime. You pick up your phone, you, you know, and, and, and you treat, if you say anything about church, it's like, oh, it's not really important. It's a hobby. You think that, oh, the pastor must do this. The pastor must, you are not ready to help. It's like, your, your ignorance now leads you to what? Disloyalty. Your ignorance will now lead to what? Disloyalty. And there are manifestations of ignorance. There are manifestations of disloyalty. That if it is in your life, it's showing that you lack wisdom. You lack wisdom. Number one, if you are disobedient, disobedience is a, manif- is a, is a manifestation of disloyalty. Disobedience is a manifestation of what? Disloyalty. Watch out for people who are always disobedient. When God tells them to do something, they choose to do something else. God says, pay your tithes. You choose to do something else. It is a manifestation of ignorance and it's a manifestation of disloyalty. Samuel and Saul, when, when you look at Saul's life, God said to Saul, Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice. First Samuel 15, 22 to 23. Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to have him than the fat of rams. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness, stubbornness as iniquity and idolatry. Because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord, which should be what should your knowledge base. The Lord has also rejected it. Watch out for people who are always, you tell them to do something, they might do something else. You tell them disobedience. When God tells you to do something and you are doing, you know, sister, you know what God's word is saying. Don't live this kind of life. This secretive thing that you are doing in the background that you think that nobody knows. God has seen it. This relationship that you're having online, flirtatious relationships that you're having online, you know God's word says you shouldn't be by your dreams. If you are married, your husband doesn't want this, but you are doing it. Disobedience. Disobedience. So, disobedience is a manifestation of disloyalty, which also shows your lack, that you lack, you, have, you are ignorant. Those who are ignorant, dangerous people, I am telling you. Better work with an informed person, an inspired person, and work with an ignorant person. They will kill you, they will kill their vision, and they will kill your vision. Yes. Ignorance is a disease. And so he says that no bread to the wise. Ecclesiastes he said, no bread to the wise. So wise people normally get bread. Normally, if you are not ignorant, you get bread. So what is another manifestation of ignorance? When you become scornful. Scornful, mocker. You mock the things of God. You think God is not important now. You think that you have arrived. It's demonstrating that you lack knowledge. And you know what? 
bread is not going to come to you when you are a mocker. When you are a mocker. When you are strong. Psalm 1 verse 1. Psalm 1 verse 1. These are all showing that you lack wisdom. When you are a mocker, it shows you lack wisdom. When you are disobedient, it shows you lack wisdom. When you are a liar, it also shows that you have lack, you have what? You lack wisdom, and therefore you are likely to be you are a disloyal person. I won't say you are likely. Because all these things that I'm mentioning, that are, that are manifestations of ignorance, also leads to disloyalty. Every liar will become disloyalty one one day, one day. Every disobedient person will be disloyalty. Because he said, do this, you will do something else. Every tailbearer is also a, a disloyal one. Like they are going to become not disloyal. Yes. And all these are manifestations. When you see somebody that lies, that person is not a loyal person. They're a very unfaithful person. Some people, you know, they can come to you and lie to you. They don't even respect the fact that you're a man of God. They can come and lie. They will lie about their marriage. You ask them, how they, how they going? Oh, you see, uh, even they, try, they try so hard. Pretense, pretense, pretense. This loyalty, your, your lie. You know, you know what pretense is? No, we have lying and pretense. Pretense is when now the lie is not on your lips. But you are living the lie. That is pretense. You are living the lie. That you are no longer talking it. It has become a, it's a higher form of deception. And pretenders are the greatest disloyal people you can ever have. They will hide themselves after their true nature. A woman can pretend until a woman who hasn't got papers. He can pretend. The day he gets the papers, that is when you see, you see that I was pretending. Even in bed, I was faking it. I was only pretending. I was just I was living the deception. I was living it. So, liars. Liars. Don't lie, I'm telling you. What they haven't seen, they are, they are still bearing. Any tell bearer, what you haven't seen, you are talking about. What you don't know, you are talking about. You are lying about people. You are lying about your own life. You are lying. Why? Some people say, oh, I, I, I can't pay tax. I don't pay tax. I don't see anything. You are a liar. That's what you are. A liar. Then, rudeness. Rudeness, anybody that is rude is a disloyal person. And anybody that is rude is not wise. You know, Dayton and Abiram, the sons of Eliab, Moses said, come. He said, we, we won't come. Numbers 16, verse 12. He said, we will not come. It's rudeness. Come to church. Come, come. It shows you are not wise. And it shows you are destroyer. Your ignorance. But if you are not wise, you are ignorant. Your ignorance makes you a deadly candidate for destroyers. A dangerous candidate. You are a very dangerous person. We cannot rely on you at all. Anybody that is rude. If you are watching me and you have been demonstrating rudeness, what is rudeness? You don't honor. 
You don't know how to honor. Goodness is a manifestation of the spirit. Goodness is a manifestation of the spirit. Hallelujah. I hope I hope you understand it and it's entering you well, well, well. So it says we no nor bread to what? To the wise. No bread to the wise. It is by the level of wisdom you have that bread will come to you. It is by the level of wisdom that you bring. Then he talks about Exodus 9, he talks about there, he says, no favor to men of skill. But then he comes back to say, but time and chance happen to them all. Time and chance happen to them all. That means that you can be swift in the race. But somebody that time and chance happen to can come and overtake you. You can be very strong, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you win the battles. Yeah. So, we've talked about what is normally, what normally prevails. But there is also something that's known as time and chance, and those are determinants as well. Time and chance, eh? you find yourself, you what you have been labeled for, it is given to you. What you have not labored for, it will just be given to you. Time and chance. Time and chance. So, although you need wisdom, although you need strength, although you need to be very fast in life and need speed, although you need skills, because skills will bring you favor, you can have all those things, but if time and chance comes into the equation, Somebody that has got time and chance can come and just overtake you just like that. Time and chance happen to them all. Time and chance happen to them all. Time and chance happen to them all. May time and chance happen to you. Because if you look at your life, you know that maybe you are not strong. You know that you are not the fastest. You know that you are not the wisest. You know that you don't even have skills. You see, when time and chance, time and chance can happen to somebody that has never been to school before. Somebody that has never, let me look, let me use Apostle as an example. One of my friends, Apostle Never been to school before. He would tell you, I didn't go past class three, level year three. My father died year three. But this time and chance happened to him. This same man now is standing before lawyers and talking to lawyers, doctors, teachers. Why? Time and chance has happened to his gift. Has, has, because not everybody, it's not every gifted, it's not every gifted pastor that becomes successful. It's not every gifted footballer that becomes what? Successful. It's not every gifted footballer. I know some footballers that well gifted more than the Ronaldo's and the Messi's in Ghana here, but they, they, they couldn't become like them. So it's not always the case because time and chance can happen to somebody who doesn't know how to play the football, but somehow they have included in the national team. Time and chance. Time and chance. Yes. Time and chance. Can happen. And it can negate everything. I'm praying for you that time and chance will, will locate you. Time and chance will locate you. In the name of Jesus Christ, 
Time and chance will what? Locate you. Time and chance. Time and chance. You know, people who people who want time to time and chance to locate them. It looks as if it's time, it's like the chance. But there are certain things that you can also do that will attract time and chance to come into your life. But time and chance really is God's divine intervention. God's divine planning and timing and intervention for you. At the time you need to leave the country, by time and chance, suddenly you see that you get the passport. If you are supposed to stay in the UK, you will get the papers. Time and chance will happen to you. You have prayed, you have done this, you are paying for It's not happening, sister. Time and chance is what you need. God must, God must, it's just by chance. Just God should favor you. That's what it means. God should just favor you. Because your strength, your lawyers, everything, it still did not work. You see, there are some people who write driving tests and fail. Very clever, but they write driving tests and fail. But somebody that is not even very smart, you will say this is the smartest cookie in the jar. But when time and chance will keep them, they will pass. And it becomes an error. Some of you, God has tested you in little things to see whether the time and chance that he gave to because genuinely, you're not the prettiest. I mean, let's be, let's be frank here. You're not the prettiest. Sometimes when you put the wake up on my kids, sometimes you see the beauty. You're not the prettiest. But somebody has married you. Somebody has married you. The person that is, has, has got the Coca-Cola bottle shape. You know the Coca-Cola, the old one, the Coca-Cola bottle shape. That's the one that they have the, the big, they have the breast, slim waist, then the hips. Coca-Cola shape. That person didn't get married. You, that looks like a can a can cook. You know a can cook. Huh? You, you look like a can cook, but somebody says, I want to marry you. Come and chance has happened to you. God has negated the fact that you are not beautiful. You don't have any skill. God has negated the fact that you are not even wise. God has negated the fact that you lack understanding and he has caused time and chance to happen to you. And I told you, time and chance, eh, it appears as if it is random, but actually when you say it well, you can do certain things to cause time and chance to come to you. And one of those things is honor. 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 If you don't you think honor is about you know, just coming to put some envelope or something, please. If you know about honor and if you have been following consistently about our teaching, you will realize that honor, you are not meeting any. You are you are honoring not to meet any because you can't really meet any. You can't really meet any. You are honoring because it will bring what time and chance. That is the life that comes into the relationship. It's time and chance. Time and chance. I heard a certain man of God that was preaching one time. He said he went to do a program in one of his churches. I think it was Bishop that he said he went to one of his churches. And when he was leaving, a certain bishop, one of his bishops, came to his car. And he said it was a brand new car somebody had given the car to him. And he took it to the program. So the guy came to say bye-bye to him. So he said, he was there and it just occurred to him, ah, but this car, I think it would be nice for this bishop. So on the way, he was just thinking, I was okay, I've decided. So when he got to him, he just picked up the phone and called him, look, my friend, come back, 
come to my house right now. I want to see you. And you know, he's a, he's a, he's a loyal, honoring son. He didn't say, oh, you still want to see me. Uh, my wife has to go to Zakurade. Um, no, no, no. He just got him. He just took his name. But if he had, if, if he had said, oh, I'll come and I can come dishonored in any way, shape, or form, I'm sure Bishop that would have said, that's it. I've cancelled it. But he didn't know that the man, Bishop that was going to give him a guy. He didn't know. And when he honored, and he just went, but, but first and foremost, he honored the bishop that by coming to his car to say, oh, you know, see him off. He's a big man. He himself is a bishop. And he went to the, 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 to see his founder, his father, his prophet. Some of you are too proud, so arrogant. You can acknowledge. You can even acknowledge. So he went there. And it was that that it occurred to be sure that ah, this guy to be nice. So he said, on the way, he was thinking about it. By the time he got to him, he said, put ribbons on the car. Call the man. Call him the man came. said, this is your new car. This is, your, this is what's called time and chance. The guy didn't labor. He didn't go away fans in the church. Time and chance just happened to him. Suddenly, he's driving a nice Porsche 4 by 4 He never labored for it. Time and chance. It can negate a lot of things. And as I was saying, as I was saying, they are saying, why did the guy, why did time and chance forget? Because the guy honored. It was certain things that he did that even he came, because the, I'm sure there are other people in the church, but because he came to the bishop, that's the God, suddenly time and chance happened to him. There are certain things you can do that can cause time and chance to come into your life. And one of those things, if, if it's not the, the, the most important, is honor. Is honor. It's honor. When you came and you didn't have anything, it was by positioning yourself near the anointing, under the anointing, that time and chance happened to you because you do not deserve to get your papers. I have been to certain court cases where the, the, the judge said, You are not somebody that you are supposed to say, You literally, or for instance, you know, he said, you, you broke the immigration rules. But I, under this circumstance, I think I'll give you discretion on you. And so take it. Yes. What, what happened? Time and chance. You place yourself under a position, under a covering, under a prophet, under a man of God. You said, this is my father. And because you honor, God also said, time and chance. Located. Located. The day you stop honoring, that is when you activate everything. If you must, when you stop honoring, time and chance is also gone. So now you have activated the fact that you have to be fast in order to win. And you know you are not fast. So you are never going to win. You have activated the fact that you have to be strong in order to win the battles. You know you are weak. And so what is going to happen? You will be down. You will be depressed. You will be harassed. You will be oppressed. Stuck in one, one, you will be like a hamster. Running the same wheel, running very fast but going nowhere. The hamster wheel syndrome will become your passion. But today, God is telling you, time and chance can cancel those things. Time and chance, and you need to understand that there are certain things you can do that can cause time and chance to what to locate you. And one of those things is honor. We have learned a lot about honor. I'm not going to speak about honor. 
Because even some of you, your mind doesn't work properly. There's water in your head. Your mind, it doesn't work properly. You think that it's about money, getting you money, how much money are you? Do you even need it? It's not about your money. It is about your time and chance. If you don't know. Because me, I've already made a decision. This is what God has called me to do. I am not here to be rich or to be, if God gives me funds, this is the sacrifice. And you know, by the grace of God, my family, my wife, everybody, we know this is it. This is the life we are living. And so uh, it's not about your money, really. God gives friends, and God supplies all my needs. Maybe not all my needs, but all my needs. He always supplies me. He has people that he has ordained that to God's purpose. But you see, there's some people, their mind don't work well. Their knowledge base is from, so from the Bible. If your knowledge base is from the Bible, wisdom is your knowledge being applied. So your knowledge base is that render unto them that honor is due. You render it. You must do it. God didn't say if you want to. He said render it. So that time and chance cannot happen to you too. Let time and chance happen to you too. I say, no, I won't do it. I won't honor. I'm wise. I know it all. You stop honoring. You stop honoring. You, you dishonor God himself. You don't bring your tithes. You don't bring your first fruit. You don't bring it. You, you dishonor God. You dishonor Holy Spirit by talking about anointed people. You dishonor the Son by rejecting the people whom he has sent into your life. You disrespect your pastors. You, dis- you reject your, your pastors. You reject your, your... You dishonor your prophets. You dishonor your husband. You, you, you just live a life of dishonor. A life of dishonor. And I told you about the signs of dishonor. I showed you about the signs of dishonor. When you keep quiet, it's a sign of dishonor. When you are supposed to talk, when so, you know stages of dishonor, I told I, I told I taught you about signs of dishonor. Your absence can be a sign of dishonor. Your failure to call someone can be a sign of dishonor. Disregarding advice, I've seen it so over and over again. Someone will come and waste your, your time. You talk and talk and talk. One hour, two hours. Arguing and over the same things. Arguments. And long discussion shows that you, you are dishonoring. If you listen, you just take it and say, okay, thank you. You are spoken, that is it. But arguing and going over is a sign of dishonor. Disregarding advice. They will come and waste your time after you have spoken and spoken. They will want to do the very opposite. Just to tell you that you, you don't, I don't care about you. I don't care about your opinion. I don't really care about it. But you, you, are, you are happy to sit in front of a, a, a young, inexperienced, some, I wouldn't say, okay, I'll say a young doctor, say 26 years old. When you go and tell you take this and take that, you don't question that. Because you believe that he knows and he deserves, and so you give them the honor. That's the thing. You, you don't argue. But when your pastor comes and start, oh, but we are age mates. You can't advise me, oh, I'm older than you, or I have more money than you, I drive a nicer car. You start equalizing and comparing all sorts of things. 
Time and chance will also be flying away from you very fast. Time and chance. It will be flying away. So everything you must go, you must ensure that you are strong. You must ensure that you are wise. That's why some of you, everything is a battle for you. Everything, every breakthrough. People get it just like that. And you wonder, I'm showing you the secret. You, you wonder, ah, you say, God, but why is there everything and I struggle for it? This is the reason. This is the reason. Time and chance has, you, you and time and chance are on different paths. You are dishonored, for instance, and it does actually. Dishonoring is not the only thing that can cause, but it's one of the major ones. Dishonored. Dishonored. Leaving home, you know, it's a sign of dishonor. It's a, it's a sign of dishonor. The prodigal son, your father is there. We are all happy in the church. We are all brethren in the church. You go and you just want to be. Why? What's wrong with you? It's a sign of dishonor. Why? Why? We are a family. We are happy. We are flowing together. You just get up one day. Some madness enters into you. Some crazy ideas comes into your head. Your mind doesn't think properly. So I think that my, my prodigal son, my father, he doesn't know. If I'm in his position, I'll show him how things are better. So he said, Father, give me what you want. Give me my possession. Let me go. And he left. What happened to him? He came back a beggar. He came back finished. That's what's going to happen to you. Because you're going in shows that you lack wisdom. But if you have wisdom, you will stay. You're leaving certain places. You're leaving the church that God has ordained for you. It shows that you lack a certain wisdom. And you will be like the prodigals and you will go. What is going on? Your life will go down. Your life will go down. Be the elder son. And start honoring. So that time and chance will come to you. Time and chance will cancel the need for you to be swift. Time and chance will. And, and salvation can time and chance is happening to us. In the name of Jesus Christ. Oh my God. This is, time and chance. God is canceling the fact that we are not swift. You, you keep on talking. Talk, talk your mouth. So some of you answer to the, the, the way you think eh, is it, very bad. You are influenced by demons. Your thought pattern is demonic. It's demonic. Yeah. When you allow yourself demons, like, they will come and afflict you in your mind. One of the things that demons can do is that they will make you think in the wrong way towards the person you are supposed to honor. So, for instance, you're supposed to honor God. Last church. You, you talk like I would last church. I would. That's how you talk. You dishonor Jesus Christ. You dishonor the Holy Spirit by speaking against miracles, signs, and wonders that is being actually done by the Holy Spirit. You doubt it. I remember some little, some little rat. He came and said, he said to the prophetess one time, he said, um, prophetess and all, you, you can't say this to this person. You can't say this to this relative woman. Hey! How can you talk like that? How can you talk like that? In your mind. That means that all the time that you're there, you, there's something. Demons are speaking to you. Demons are speaking to you. Anything that wants you to leave church, leave church, leave church. It's not the way it's It's a demon that is talking to you. A demon. The same demon that spoke to the prodigal son is speaking to you. Yes. The same demon. 
Everything is that when you if, if you if you go, the church won't die because you didn't call anybody. You think that you think that you, you when you leave that will be the end. It will never happen. God has been faithful. I just pray that you, you, you this will help you so that time and chance will also locate you. This is the blessing God wants to give to us in salvation. And this is what I am telling you. Will you listen? Will you go if you honor someone, you listen to him. You're not arguing in your heart. Talking, say, oh, Master is talking about you. I'm not talking about you. I'm preaching the word of God. And there's a difference. And if you recognize it as the word of God, you stop the arguments in your heart and in your mind. But if you recognize that it's just me talking to you, 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 you just brush it aside. You just brush it aside. So let, 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 let us have, do the things that will bring what? Time and chance. Stubbornness. Stubbornness is a sign of dishonor. Stubbornness. Very stubborn. Let me show you some. This one I want us to read it. Exodus 14, 1 to 4. Read it for me. Then we'll be running up very soon. I have to look at my phone. Exodus 41 to 4. And the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel that they turn and encamp before Jehovah, um, between Migdol and the sea, over against Baal for Pharaoh will say of the children of Israel, they are entangled in the land. The wilderness has shut them in. And I will harden Pharaoh's heart that he shall follow after them. And I will be honored upon Pharaoh and upon all. So he said, Stop on. Those I will harden your heart. Stop on this is a sign of dishonor. Stop on this is a sign of dishonor. Stop on this reveals resistance. When you are resistant towards somebody, you do not honor the person. When you, are, you have a certain resistant attitude towards the person, it shows you don't honor. You have a certain resistant attitude towards your husband. A certain resistant attitude. As if the person wants to, you, you, in your, in your, you behave as if the person wants to, the person will harm you. There are some people that they are in church, always suspicious, or, 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 always, always having a certain resistance and holding back attitude. Stop on this. You have to work on it so that God will help us. God will help us. God will help us. So, honor is important. Honor will cause time and chance to locate you. I'm praying for you. May time and chance locate you. Because today, in Salvation Clinic, we have thought, and it is a good practice. If you have a problem with it, demons are talking to you. Do you know why I say demons are talking to you? I can show you the scripture. Do you want me to show you? I can show you. Jesus said, I honor my father. I don't have a devil. So I honor my father. Put it there. He said, he said I honor my father. I don't have a devil. So anybody that is honest, it just shows that you demons are and it's your own detriment because time and chance will not locate you. Time, the demons know time and chance will not locate you. So you find yourself going through the stages of dishonor. You become silent. You stop believing in the person you are supposed to believe in. 
then you, you end up rejecting the person, then you end up, these are all statements of the song, and these are things that goes on practically. Becoming silent, rejecting the person, then stop believing in the person. Yeah. There are some people that they are, they are in church, but they, they don't believe in, the, in me as a pastor anymore. And I always used to see it. And, I, 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 and then I, I, I could tell, the Holy Spirit was so highlighted to me. It's just a matter of time before this person is the church. So when you are leaving, I prophetically know. But now we don't know. It's not a shock to me. Not at all. No, no. Because stages of dishonor, it's like it's loyalty. You will go through it. You will go through it. And it will be seen. It will be seen. So when they stop believing you, I saw some people, I was watching them. When the prophetess comes to stand there, they will walk out. When it is time for them to come and sing, they will come and sing. Or they will come and do whatever they need to do. Anything else apart from maybe the preaching, which is why you really came to church. When it's preaching time, they will leave. They will go and hide somewhere there. They are busy. Something. Some people, when it's offering time, they work out. All, the, all those people that are doing, you will see that now, the, 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 the dishonor has become full-blown rebellion. And they are no longer even with us. Yes. And today we are changing their lives. If so basically, it's not the only chance. But if there is a place that you are supposed to be, you are ordained. It, it, it might appear that you came there by accident, by coincidence. It's just because of your lack of understanding. You see, understanding is also important. Your lack of understanding, that's why you think that, oh, uh, I came by myself, I can go by myself. God brought you. But lack of understanding. So you reject the person, you stop believing the person, then you stop, now you even prevent others from also believing. Then you start becoming, the, the, you know, the fifth stage of dishonor is to accuse, to quarrel, and to be in conflict with the person. Accusation is always a sign of dishonor. If you don't know, to sit down and be accusing, and when I say accusation, it comes in different forms. Jesus was accused through interrogation. Is this not? Is this not? Mary's son. Is this not? Are these not his brothers? Interrogation is a form of accusation. When you start interrogating and asking certain questions, it shows that you are going very quick through the things of this one. Then you move to, if, if possible, you can physically attack the person. Physically attack the person. That, that is the last stage, high stage of dishonor. Let's go and beat him. Let's go and beat his wife. Let's go and beat his children. Let's go and destroy, let's go and attack the church. Let's go and vandalize his car. He calls himself a man of God. Let's, he can get to that stage. Yes, go and check yourself. It can get to that stage. But I want to thank God also for your life. Why am I thanking God for your life? Because by the eye of the Spirit, I see only this, I, I see only what? Honoring people. People who honor. And you are one of them. You are one of them. And I want you to maintain your honor. Because God has sent me to come and tell you, when you maintain your honor, when you walk in honor, when you have the wisdom of honoring, time 
and chance will locate you. From now to the end of the your past is over. Time and chance is locating you as you are watching, as you are listening to me. Time and chance is locating you. God is going to remove the fact that you were not. Look, there are some of you eh, when you were in university, you went as a mature student. You were with little, little children. Today, you see some of them saying, oh, I've got a mortgage, I've got this, and still you. Because of certain things, it's still so difficult for you. But because of your honoring, and today, as you honor a person that God says you should honor, your prophet, and you, somebody like me, I'm not just your pastor. I have certain rules in your life. I might be your spiritual father. I'm training you with the word of God. I might, I might be your father in ministry. I brought you into ministry. God used me to bring you into what? Ministry. Whether as an usher, whether it was an opportunity. Maybe, you, you know, I am also what? And, and, and I've also become what? A substitute father to you. A substitute biological father to you or a stepfather to you. Maybe a stepfather to you and your family. So if you come to, if you understand, understanding here again, if you understand, you can come and honor me and say, okay, I only play the role of a pastor in me. But you're always calling me Papa. Why are you calling me Papa? So let me tell you, it's just that you don't know how to do it properly. But you do honor in a certain way. And I'm here to encourage you to let you know that God said, I should tell you that and chance is going to locate you. So, honor properly. Honor properly. Honor what? Properly. Time and chance will locate you. In the name of Jesus. Wherever you are now, wave your hand and say thank you for the word that you heard. Thank you for the word that you heard. Bless the name of the Lord. Bless the name of the Lord. Thank God for the word you heard. Thank God today, time and chance is going to cancel certain struggles in your life. You went as a mature state, finished as a mature state. Those little girls, eh? you, time and chance, when time and chance hits you, let them, let, them, let them talk whatever they want to do. God is about to surprise you. Time and chance is going to locate you. Ah, it, it is happening for some of you already. I, I see it in the realms of the spirit. Time and chance is going to locate you. You are going to become a kingdom financer. Time and chance, time and chance locates you. Even what you learned in school, you might stop using it. And something that is not even related to what you learned in school, that is what will bring you the money. Time and chance. Time and chance. I want you to begin to thank God and bless the name of God and give God praise for the word you have heard. Thank you for the word you have heard. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen and amen. We are going to have our communion. We are going to have our communion. So, you are honoring. Right now, I'm expecting today is a special thing. I'm expecting you to be sat at home watching. Not anything else. Lift up your bread. Get some bread if you don't have one. Get your bread and get your wine ready. As we break it, You know, you know, you know the revelation in the breaking. Jesus' body was broken, but as I break the bread, hmm, 
you know that it will be impossible to put it together. That is what God is saying that you and the other determinants is going to be impossible. But now, with time and chance, time and chance, time and chance, yes, God is going to make it so that it will be possible. So we bring the bread. Number one, we remember Jesus' death, our Lord Jesus, his death and resurrection. And number two, we want to say our past is over. The days of only waiting for the first five determinants, being fast, being a person of understanding, being uh, uh, having wisdom, having skill, and all those ones. Now, God is saying, despite it, whatever, as you eat of the bread, time and chance will locate you. Your past is over. The body of Christ, it is. Now, lift up your wine. As you lift up your wine, you are drinking into a new covenant. You are activating the power that is in the new covenant. The blood of Jesus Christ. Time and chance will locate you. As you honor today, time and chance will locate you. I am telling you the truth. Today in the Ghana sense, when I was giving them the blessings and I was praying for them, the Lord Jesus visited us mightily. And by the Spirit of God, I said, there is somebody there. You have you have fibroid. It is going away right now. There was a pregnant woman or somebody there. So my was shaking. After the service, they came to say, the woman said her fibroid is gone. It was a big lump. She could even press it and feel it. She said, it is gone. The fibroid is gone. My goodness. Time and chance located there. Time and chance. Because normally she would have had to go for by strength of her finances and by her wisdom, being wise, she would have to go to the hospital, get surgery if that's what she, she, she can afford it. By strength of her finances, she would go and get surgery. Go through all the processes. But time and chance located her today. Time and chance located her today. And the fibroid just is gone just like that. As you drink of the blood of Jesus Christ, I tell you, salvation clinic, time and chance is locating us. This is a time that you cannot afford not to be in salvation clinic. Time and chance. The blood of Jesus. Drink it. Now, lift up your hands wherever you are. And I, I, I presume that you are at home watching. You and your family. This is church. This is church. Lift up your hands. Father, I thank you. Time and chance is happening. Time and chance is happening. Time and chance is happening. In the name of Jesus. Time and chance. Receive that grace. Receive that blessing. Time and chance. You buy houses. Time and chance. You finish your education. Time and chance. You marry. Time and chance. If you're already married, 
you're not going to enjoy yourself. Enjoy the wise of your That thinking party that makes you hold back. Time and chance is coming in. Yes. Receive it now. Receive it now. Receive it now. Receive it now. Time and chance. In Jesus Christ. Mighty name. Mighty name. Mighty name. Whatever is missing in your life, time and chance will locate you. Whatever document that is missing in your life, you are going to find it. Time and chance will locate you. In the name of Jesus. Time and chance will locate you. When it's time for promotion, you will not be bypassed. Receive it now. Receive it now. Receive it now. Receive it now. In the name of Jesus. Time and chance. As you honor, as you honor, time and chance locates you. In Jesus Christ, mighty. Amen and amen and amen. I want to thank you even for watching. Rabbisima, if you are watching, Sister Hupa, you are watching. Um, Grandma Bwafu is watching. Um, Mr. Efabwachi and the family are watching. Dr. Rosemont Atta Mensa, Atta Payne Mensa is watching. Everybody that is watching us, I mentioned your name, time and chance may it locate you. May it locate you for your next level. You are going to your next level. Time and chance is locating you. These are the people who are taking their time to acknowledge the, 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 the by commenting something so I can see them. Grandma Nicey, time and chance locate you. Time and chance locate you. In the name of Jesus, time and chance locate you. The prophetess, my emailers, also God, God bless you. Time and chance locate you, locate you in the name of Jesus Christ. Sister Deborah Walker, time and chance locate you. Grandma and Grandma Margaret, time and chance locate you in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Time and chance. Come on, say, my past is over. Time and chance locates me. My past is over. Time and chance locates me. Forget about what has lost. Time and chance will restore you. Time and chance will bring that speed. Time and chance will, will come to you and everybody will think that it's by your wisdom but it's time and chance. Everybody will think that it's by your speed. By time and chance. That's why when you look at a blessed person, a blessed person is somebody who has time and chance has located them. And sometimes it's difficult to even put your finger, what has this person got that I haven't got? But he seems to be very blessed. What has this lady got that I haven't got? But look at her. She looks like a kanko. She's shaped like a kanko. And me in the Coca-Cola bottle with hips, like Mount Afrantato and Mount Zion. I can't marry. But time and chance is locating you. Yes. In the name of Jesus. 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 Time and chance. After today, stop all the dishonoring. Be obedient. I'm telling you, the, the best is yet to come. Salvation King, the best is yet to come. Our best years are ahead of us. Time and chance is locating us with speed, with faith. Our best years are ahead of us. God bless you. I love you. And I'll hand over to the pastors now.